man understands one day that his life is built on nothing. And that's a bad, crazy day. Chris, I'm scared to death. And we all are. But our brains secrete a neurotransmitter that enables us to deal with them. Come on. I don't think I have that particular neurotransmitter. Whoa! You made the international sign of the donut. And welcome to the Paranoid Playhouse. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. No, it's not, y'all. It is Conspiracy 30, man. To all my freaks and geeks, my nerds and nerdists, and all the lovely wingnuts. That's right. I reach out to each and every one of y'all today. And I got a lot of great responses, man. Basically, I started off with something like this. Just quick and simple. What makes a good conspiracy? Are there any good conspiracies? Is there truth in conspiracies? Hmm. According to researchers, psychologists, scientists, you know, and the people that went to school and did all these things for us, they have often stated there are reasons to believe in conspiracy theories and that it can be grouped into three different categories. The desire for understanding and certainty. Hell, seeking explanations for events in life is a natural human desire if you ask me. Uh, the next one is the desire for control and security. But don't people need to feel they need to be in control of their lives? Hmm. Does the desire to maintain a positive self-image? And again, research shows that people who feel socially insignificant are more likely to be believers in conspiracy theories. Really? See now, do you agree with that? I mean, after all, we don't just ask questions. We also quickly find answers to those questions. And not necessarily the true answers, but rather answers that comfort us or that fit into our worldview. So why is it do we, we want to believe in conspiracy theories? The common stereotype, of course, is that conspiracy theorists are paranoid loners hidden away in our mama's basement. Yet, if you actually look at the data that's been compiled, half the American public, that's 50%, I know that's... <laughs> doing mathematics and all conspiracy theory but half the American public believes in at least one conspiracy theory in any given year and 2020 boy it ain't no different so y'all ask Rev what is a good definition of a conspiracy theory well of course I'm like the eggheads out to go do some research so allow me to break it down for y'all according to the standard dictionary it is an explanation that makes reference to hidden malevolent forces seeking to advance some nefarious aim. What? Let me read that again. The standard definition of a conspiracy theory is an explanation that makes reference to hidden malevolent forces seeking to advance some nefarious aim. <laughs> Myself, I don't buy that fully. Because in reality, a conspiracy theory does not have to be untrue, but it is sure to contradict the usual, popular accepted version of the same event or phenomenon. While some misperceptions can be bad or led one astray, they are extremely common and most likely to satisfy a deep and enduring psychological need. Huh. You know, tell you what, we should think of conspiracy theories as simply another form of magical thinking. 
And as with all types of magical thinking, people engage in conspiracy theories in order to cope with difficult emotions. Now, I, I, I agree with that one. But we must remember that our beliefs are simply tools we use to make sense of the world and conspiracy theories are simply another type. If we are disheartened, it is probably because the popularity of conspiracy theories is symptomatic of our alienated social culture. I mean, conspiracy theories flourish when they are the vacuum of common sense and a lack of control. When people don't trust their own minds, thoughts, and ideas, they feel naturally uneasy, then look to alternative explanations for unusual events. <laughs> let, let me give you all some examples. There's a secret group controlling the world. The attacks on 9-11 were an inside job. Lizard people! A AKA the reptilians are running the world. Aliens are trying to contact us. The moon landing was fake. Oh yeah, and chemtrails. <laughs> so why do we always believe, without consideration, what has been presented to us through mainstream sources? Why do we hold it to be true without question? Why is it so common for us to not even acknowledge, listen, or look at evidence that runs counter to the accepted ideology? To me, it's one of the biggest conspiracies out there right now, and that of course is the infodemic. I mean, which is an excessive amount of information concerning a problem such as the solution is made more difficult. This happens when unreliable information spreads far and wide. The spreading of mass false information. I mean, basically rapid disinformation, partisan news, social media tsunami of fake news. This is no way to inform the American public, especially in 2020. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying, you know, it is important to stay informed about global events and reliable news. Y'all just got to remember, rumors can be dangerous. So does it go back to where we started at? The desire for understanding and certainty. The desire for control and security. The desire to maintain a positive self-image. Hmm. I'm going to get up out of here. I love y'all, man. Ambassador Chaos, Reverend Pride Daddy, out. Wait, where are you going? I was going to make espresso. <laughs>